What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Sheepkey Sheared Podcast. We're here, we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, again, I- I've been real busy this week, so I know that I usually produce a YouTube video, too, that's got the video, I got the stories and everything else. Don't worry, we'll get back to that eventually. But I have exciting news. I officially put up Biblical Bachelor, my first book, which is a manual, on Amazon for pre-order. Now, it's releasing on Halloween, but I've officially put it up for pre-order on Kindle and paperback and hardcover. So, I'm excited to announce that. It's it's my first book. I mean, man, it's awesome. So, I'm excited about that. And I will leave a link in the description on the on this episode so you can go check that out if you are a young single man especially who's maybe not totally sure what he's doing not sure where to where to go where to turn to who to listen to trying to make sense of the world but you also don't want to just be a pure hedonist you're trying to make sense of things that's the this is the book for you and we're going to talk about it today I know, I know you're probably thinking, oh, you're going to talk about this book. Well, of course we're going to talk about the book. I put a lot of time, effort, sweat, and tears into this. It's my baby, and of course I'm going to talk about it. Just like any parent, they thought I'd love to brag about their children, so that's exactly what I'm going to do on the show today. If you don't like it, you can turn the show off. You don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. But what does it mean to be a biblical bachelor, according to my book? Well, I can't give everything away for free i can't give it all away for free but what i will give you is a little bit of a basic overview of what it means to be a biblical bachelor so anybody who's christian or who's spiritual or has any kind of religious background you know for that you were often raised in a type of household where it was like oh you can't do this you can't do this you can't do that you need to do this you need to do that it was very rigid for the most part. If it was anything like mine, it was very rigid. Now, that is not inherently bad. The problem is it doesn't open up your mind to reality and gives you a single lens. And there is no single lens to survive out here in the modern day world. Let me tell you something right now. If you're only using one lens, try to see through the world's complexities, mysteries, you're not using enough. You're lacking. And that's what this book is. It brings together reality with idealism. It tries to bring the two together. It brings together the ideas of, you know, Paul and Jesus and people that I, I mean, I consider myself a Christian. Problem is, I don't believe in marriage, or at least not without changing the laws first, which I go and talk about in depth in my, in my manual, in my book that's coming out. That's available for pre-order, like I said. But I don't believe that any man should be married right now, especially be with the marriage laws the way they are. I mean, when you stop and you consider the fact that 70%, and that's lowballing it, 70% of uh, divorces are filed by women. I mean, is that not, is that not a pause? Is that not a cause for pause? I mean, come on now. But I'm getting ahead of myself. What does it mean to be a biblical bachelor? It means that you don't just throw yourself into the marriage grinder. I have friends and I love them. This is not a diss against them personally. I don't blame them. They were kind of set up to believe this just as I was. But thank God I joined the military. 
and I got to really see what marriage is like for <laughs> the majority of people, which is really rough. But being a biblical bachelor means that you you don't throw the Bible away in the garbage disposal. At the same time, you see reality. You realize that the Bible was written a long time ago. That doesn't make it any less true. It just means that you need to adapt. It, it wasn't written for American culture. It wasn't made for 2023, 2024, 2025. It was the Apostle Paul or Moses. These people couldn't have seen what we're dealing with today. Now, does that make them idiots? No. Does it make them wrong? No. It just means that you need to live here and now. And the way that you do that is by dealing with reality. Because if you try to live your idealistic way, which make no mistake about it, every religion is, puts an idealistic view onto people to live. Hold you to a higher standard, which is good, by the way, not bad. However, it does not take into account the very uncomfortable nature of reality. For example, if you want to sit here and tell me, Hey, you know, Austin, I know the divorce rate. They say the divorce rate's 50%, which is low, by the way. It's actually much higher than that. But for the sake of using normie, normie statistics, well, we'll say it's 50%. They say, Austin, Boston, please, even if the divorce rate's 50%, the Christian divorce rate has to be lower, so therefore, it's the better choice. And I say, no, you're missing the point. My point is you shouldn't be getting married at all. Now, I do not think for one second that I hate marriage. I don't hate marriage. In fact, I would love nothing more then they have written my book about saying, hey man, hey men, yes you men, get, be, feel free to get married, it's fantastic, it's great, don't worry about it, nothing wrong is going to happen, it's beautiful, just go for it. I, I wish I could say that, but I cannot in good conscience say a thing like that, because I'd be leading you to the slaughter. And I named my podcast Sheep Get Sheared for a reason, because I saw that the sheep were getting sheared, and I was like, you know what? I'm sick of it. I realized I was getting sheared. I wasn't getting slaughtered. Because why would you slaughter something if you can make it a commodity and keep coming back for more? So I saw what was happening. And instead of sitting there and saying, yeah, you know what? I see what's happening. But, but, I could change it. But, it could be like this. But, you know, it, things would be like that, that, that if only for this. No, 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 no. You need to stop playing that game and you need to start doing what's right for you. Now, that doesn't mean you throw everybody else under the bus. It means, just like on an airplane, they tell you, hey, you fix your oxygen mask first. And then you help the person next to you. And then you help the person around, the people around you. That is exactly what it means to be a biblical bachelor. You need to get yourself right. Get your money right. Get your social circle right. Get your spiritual life right. And then go out there and think about, hey, maybe I want to get married. Hey, maybe I want to do this and do that. Do not treat it as if a, oh, I'm just going to get married. I'm just going to just, I'm just going to take the lazy river, man. And everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be great. And it's just going to work out. No. No, it doesn't work that way. Look, I get it. There are probably older, you know, gentlemen and ladies listening to the show. They're probably thinking that I'm an early 20s guy. What do I know about life, huh? Well, 
you know what? That's a fair criticism. It's fair. I'm not going to sit here and say that's foul. No, it's fair. I don't know everything. I don't pretend to know everything. Here's what I do know. I've seen a lot of things most people would want to unsee. I've lived through a lot of tough stuff in my life, and I've been in very dark places. So I can speak on that. And I have a pretty good stethoscope, a damn good one if I say so myself, a good stethoscope on the heartbeat of this country and the heartbeat of reality. And I use that stethoscope as any good doctor does to try to help the patient, to try to help and cure any potential illness and diagnose any problems. And that is exactly what this book is. Diagnosing problems that young men especially face. I, w I would write one for young ladies. Ladies, you can still read if you want. Give it to your boyfriend. Give it to your brother. Uh, give it to your son. Whatever it is you want to do. Husband, ex-husband, I don't care what you do. But I can't write from a female perspective like that. I could, but it'd just be garbage. Because I'm not a woman. I can only write from what I know. In good conscience. And that's exactly what I did. And I love doing it, by the way. Was it tough? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. But does that mean that it wasn't by any means worth it? Oh, it was totally worth it. I loved writing this book. Why? Because it came so naturally to me. It came so naturally. Because I learned so much about myself. And I, I had to put into words things that I I always thought, suspected. And I never actually written them down. And I haven't heard people write it down from this perspective before. Now, there are talking points from guys like Kevin Samuels, uh, guys like CGA, guys like Andrew Date. Yeah, of course there are talking points from there. Absolutely. Does that mean I agree with everything they say? No. Does that mean that I, I completely agree with everything that anybody says if I quote? No. But does that mean that I could be a free thinker and come up with new ideas by bringing, recycling old ones? Of course, everybody does that. But my fervent desire, and I can't reiterate this enough, is I want people to learn from my mistakes. And you better believe me when I tell you, I made some mistakes. But the last thing I want for you to do is be paralyzed. And this book, this manual for the spiritually seeking young man is something that I want you, I want you to learn from my mistakes. I don't want you to have to live through some of the things that I've lived through and had to learn the hard way, because it's painful. Now, if you need to learn things the hard way, well then, them's the breaks, that's what happens. But I hope to God, you'll learn from my mistakes. You know, I, I remember my father would say that to me. He would talk about how, oh, I want you to learn from my mistakes. He would tell me how he would mess up, and I thought, yeah, man, he, he just old, man. He been out the game. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, maybe he kind of does, but he's kind of out of touch. I was so wrong. I'll tell you that right now. I was so wrong not to listen to some of the stuff he told me. Now, you're probably saying, Austin, Austin, how could you write a book like this? And why should I even care about it? Well, at the end of the day, it's not about whether I care about you caring about my book. It's about whether you care about your future. You care about learning. Do you like to learn? Or do you want things handed to you? Because there's no shortcuts in this manual for you as a young man. 
there is no get rich quick schemes. There's no uh, look here and uh, you'll make a lot of money. No, there's none of that. Because anybody who's trying to sell you that is selling you a fat lie. A fat lie. And, and it, look, you could disagree if you want, but I'm telling you, there are no shortcuts to success, and I reiterate that over and over again. You want to know about how to make money as a young man? It's in there. You want to know how to deal with women? It's in there. You want to know how to develop yourself and find out who it is you actually are or who it is you want to become? It's in there. You want to know what it, you know, hey, I want to have kids, but maybe I'm not so sure about marriage. How do I do that? It's in there. All of it's in there. How, how do I deal with the fact that there's no that I'm not supposed to have sex before marriage, but you don't want me to get married? Am I supposed to just go be a monk? Am I supposed to get a vasectomy? What am I supposed to do? Well, answer is in the book. It's all in there. Did extensive research. And of course, I don't expect people to agree with everything that I say either. In fact, I hope you don't agree with everything that I say in the book. Why? Because then you can develop your own personal philosophy for yourself. And that is my hope, is that you take what I say, what other people on the internet say, what your parents say, what your grandfather says, and you decide, hey, you know what, I'll take some of that, I'll leave out that, but and stir together in, in this gumbo pot of your life. So that when you taste it, you say, oh, that's good. I like that. I'll take another, I'll take a little bit more of that, please. That's what I want for you. I don't want you to hate your life. I don't want you to be lost. I don't want you to drift. I want you to decide who you want to become. And I want you to become that person. And it's going to take hard work. And this comes from a guy who's still on the mission. I'm not 65 or 70, and I've already made it. I got a Lambo and a nice house and a, and, a hot, and a hot girlfriend. I don't have those things yet. So you're going to be asking, well, why should I listen to you? Because I have no reason to lie to you. Don't you get it? This is the stuff that I do every day. Why would I lie about the stuff that I'm doing? That's so easy. You can literally watch my show on YouTube. Listen to me talk. You will see how I type in the book is exactly how I talk. I don't... This is not fake. I'm not just grifting. This is not fake. I'm not fake, bro. I'm not an AI. I'm not some fake synthetic... Uh, controllable, controlled opposition, like a lot of your friends on the right wing media. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Your 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 favorite talk show hosts are bought and paid for by the establishment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a cartel on both sides. But I'm not part of the cartel. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not enough people know who I am to even offer me a chance to join the cartel. <laughs> I'm not part of the cabal. Trust me, if I was, I'd be making a lot more money. And it'd be a lot harder to hide. I'm not making bank. <laughs> I'm just another young guy who's going through a suffering of young Werther phase and he's grinding and he's trying to make a name for himself like every young man before me. And every young man that will come after me. I'm not unique in that way. And that's exactly why I hope that you will consider becoming a biblical bachelor because it grants you freedom. 
It's a price to pay for freedom. Because every man wants freedom, he wants peace, and he wants the ability to just be who he is. Do what he wants to do. And I want you to be able to do that in a Christian, as, and be able to walk the Christian life. If that's what you want to do, or if you want to just be spiritual and you want to indulge more in, in understanding the supernatural, it's all in there. Now, this isn't a book to convert you either. It's to jog your memories of what you've been told so you can learn something new, and that is my goal. That's what it means to be a biblical bachelor in my book. As someone who cares about themselves and their own well-being and is saying that they're going to they're gonna fly solo like Paul did. And I go in great detail as to how you can practically live that out. Not, not idealist, not shoulda, woulda, coulda. No, no, no. It's how, why, and let's do it. That's what it is. And my friends, like I said, I will leave a description. It's on Amazon. This Biblical Bachelor by Austin Creed. That's me. In case you don't know who you're listening to. But I'll leave a, I'll leave a link in the description if you want to go check it out. I know I have a bias. So I don't pretend to be unbiased. But I highly encourage you to go check it out. If you want to upgrade yourself. If you don't, don't check it out. If you want to stay the same and you want to be mundane and you want to be a normie, that's fine. That's your choice. But my friends, in the meantime, I want to thank you for listening to the show. I want to thank you for your support, because trust me, it's difficult. And very, I can get very self-conscious sometimes, but you know what? I appreciate your time, and I value it very much. Alright, until next time, my friends, God bless you, God bless your family, and God bless America. We're out of here. Peace. I love all of y'all. No, 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 no